So this intro is done or recorded after the episode. Um, it's on unpopular opinions and I'm doing it right now just because I've, as I was speaking, I was sort of uh, more questions kind of got brought up in my head. And so I want you guys to understand that it's okay to have unpopular opinions, but one of the things that we need to be mindful of is where that unpopular opinion comes from. Now, I have different privileges, I have different experiences, I have different things that lead me to have my opinions, and I think the same happens for a lot of others. And just because um, your opinion doesn't match other people's, um, it doesn't mean that your opinion is is special. I mean, there are unpopular opinions that are pretty messed up and you really want to try and understand where that comes from. So after recording this, I'm going to do some self-checking and making sure that uh, the reason for where these are coming from are somewhat legitimate. And maybe that can open up uh, some some room for change or improvement because I think that we all can improve. And so I would think of this as like an exercise for me in... Um, and just sort of where my head is. Uh, so maybe this is something that can help you guys out. And if you all have any sort of unpopular opinions that you want to talk about, don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to be able to learn about them and I'd love to be able to share them. And if I want, if you want me to anonymize you, that's totally fine. But I think we should be having discussions like this. So anyway, let's get to it. Hey guys. Um, hope everyone's doing well today. Uh, it's pretty late tonight, but I really wanted to get some solo content out. It's been a while since I've actually released some stuff. I've done some recordings, but I've never really followed through with uh, publishing them. And uh, now that I got this new mic, this would be a good opportunity to do some of that. But um, yeah, I wanted to talk about unpopular opinions. I think that it's something that's, I think everyone has an unpopular opinion about something. It's just that we all fear judgment and this is not a uh, lease for you to go off and start spouting off your unpopular opinions. I'm not trying to get people canceled or anything like that, but <clears throat> I think what I want to emphasize in this episode that is that it's, it's normal to have them. Um, some of them are pretty hilarious. But I just wanted to take maybe like 10 minutes or so, maybe 15, who knows, and just go on about that kind of stuff. Like when I think of the different unpopular opinions that I have, I think there's like certain things that need to be taken into consideration, just like anyone else who has an unpopular opinion. You've got to take into consideration like how you grew up, if you have any sort of privileges or anything like that, that another person doesn't have. Um, there's so many different factors that go into someone developing what is called an unpopular opinion. And honestly, the only thing that makes it unpopular is when you compare yourself to your surroundings, when you compare yourself to what you see on the internet or anything like that, you can have one opinion. And if you surround yourself with a certain group, it's not going to be unpopular. This is why echo chambers are so comfortable for a lot of people. And this is why a lot of uh, our Facebook feeds and other social feeds and, and stuff like that are uh, full of people who only agree with us. It's so that those 
unpopular opinions we have are actually popular and they're accepted and we feel good about ourselves. But I just want to reiterate that it's totally fine to have an opinion that's, you know, unpopular. It's sort of how you kind of go about it. Um, we've talked about a couple of these in different episodes before, but like one of them, there was one a long time ago where we talked about like toxic positivity and, um, specifically like the body positivity movement. I, I love for the most part what's going on with it, but it seems like there's something that's changed with body positivity and that I think we're giving people many people are giving others a lease for bad behaviors and just saying like, Oh, just accept it. It's like, look, accept your body, but don't fucking die, dude. Like don't live an unhealthy life and have all these other health problems wrong with you, uh, be wrong with you. And then, you know, dress up and post about it and carry on. Like it's totally fine. You, you guys have heard me talk about stuff like Lizzo and whatnot and, what she was doing, I think maybe in 2019 or so where it was like, yeah, I get it. People were being dicks and stuff like that online and and saying different things. But if you're generally like unhealthy, like you do have to take some steps. If you want to just be around longer, she is so talented and she could really do a lot of cool stuff, but I'm not one to sit there and judge anyone. But honestly, it's like, shit, dude, we've, we've, we kind of have to, take a little bit of what people are saying t- a tiny bit seriously. You know, these doctors out there, you know, they have their, they've done a lot of their research and they're qualified and all this kind of stuff. So if they, if they see someone that's like generally unhealthy, it doesn't really do us any good for a lot of people to be gassing them up and saying, Oh, you're beautiful. You're great. You can still be beautiful and be unhealthy at the same time. So I think we need to understand that there is a big difference. That's one unpopular opinion of mine. Um, I'd say another one is um, if you've ever heard of the concept trauma porn, and I think it's, if I could describe it as best I can, it would be stuff, something like how we glorify almost and sensationalize bad stuff that's happened in in history. Uh, You know, I think of some of the movies about different injustices or slavery or things like world war two and all that, like there are, there's tons of reminders out there, but I think that the way that they portray a lot of it, man, it's just, I don't know if it's, if it's doing, if it's doing a good job, I think that the acting is great. I think that all the other stuff in there is really awesome. And people who have won awards for those movies have totally warranted, but it's like, I, I don't know if it's really furthering society. I've never thought that if I think of any of the bad shit that's ever happened in my life in terms of trauma or something like that, the last thing I want to do is relive that. Like I, I don't want a movie made out of that shit. You know, and I think of, like I said, like the Holocaust or Germany, dude, there's always like a world war two movie that like they talk about or they go through and they show all the bad stuff the Germans have done. And then like, it always ends up like, but Hey guys, at the end, we whipped their ass and we won and the same thing is like with the japanese they did a bunch of messed up stuff and like guys we dropped two nukes on them man we did it mission accomplished i just think that it's it's not if you're gonna have something to just entertain people then entertain people but i just don't know if that's the way to do it i get it in documentaries that's one thing 
but um it seems like a lot of that stuff kind of gets sensationalized and i think that it's very easy to to lose sight of a message if there is one that's trying to be portrayed and uh just in my opinion i don't think it's really doing that doing that good you know there's a there's a couple of different writings on that kind of stuff um let me see if i can find it here uh let's see um, 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 um. Ugh. It's all right. I'm going to read something here. It's from uh, missionmag.org. <clears throat> it says not only is trauma porn ineffective in encouraging people to act, it's also immensely dehumanizing. Often, many of these videos depict marginalized communities, pain and suffering, stripping them of their dignity as a as sharing a window into the injustice they face becomes a token of performative allyship. Yeah, allyship, yeah, that's the word. Meanwhile, this content is harrowing, triggering reminder to those communities of trauma and psychological damage. For the African-American community, this concept is not new. In the early 1900s, lynching barbecues were an ordinary social gathering. Yes, people would gather to share meals, socialize, and uh witness a victim being tortured afterwards being tortured sorry afterward they would take photos with the body and reportedly have the opportunity to take limbs or flesh home what the fuck humanity while few would like to admit it sharing trauma porn of black bodies could be perceived as modern equivalent of uh the grotesque 1900s practice dude what the hell you know it says Sharing videos of black deaths on social media won't save black lives. Instead, it normalizes police brutality and leaves the system responsible uh, intact. We should not have to witness people in their most vulnerable and frightened states to believe that their pain is real and exists. While black bodies and people of color are often targeted in such circulation, we must critically question what leads any form of trauma to go viral on the internet. I'm a little bit like left and right on that one, or at least... I can see sort of both sides of doing that. I think that for a lot of people in society, we've kind of lived with this veil or we've kind of carried on like, Oh no, this shit didn't happen or something like that. And I do think that some people need to see it. Um, but I, I feel like we can, maybe we have to be raw with it. Maybe that's what happens. I think I do know that one of the biggest agents for a lot of change and awareness has been the cell phone. You know, we've made, we've sort of forced people to, uh, to look at stuff that goes on because whenever something terrible is happening, you know, the first thing people do is they get out their phones to record it. Now I see in the, in maybe the next 10 years, you're, you might see like a George Floyd movie. You might see, there's going to be an Emmett Till movie that's coming out. I just, I know it's going to, I'm sure it's going to be a good film, but dude, I just don't know if that's the way to get us to move forward i know people need to learn about that stuff but i don't know it just it, do, it doesn't 1000 percent sit well and again maybe it's different because that's a certain history that i don't share with with other black people just being a first generation american but i still in my head have eyes on it and i know how terrible that this stuff was but i also think that we have a responsibility to move forward and we have a responsibility to to do better and maybe showing pain like that isn't the way to go about it. Cause at least in my head, it would just reinforce some stuff and it would just make me angry at people. And why would I want to try and do anything different or better? If, if like, I'm just going to be pissed off. Maybe that's just me. Anyway, I'll go to the next thing. 
Um, I an unpopular opinion for mine, and maybe it's like as I've gotten older, and you know, I just look at different family dynamics. Is that like, I I get it when there's some marriages or relationships that have like certain gender roles. Like I don't, I don't get pissed about it. I don't think that one person is dumb or weak or or anything like that. I think if it works for them, it works for them. And, and I don't see it being so terrible. Now, I don't think that they should be super static and it's like, okay, men do this thing. That's it. And women do this thing. That's it. I just think that, you know, we're good at some things and we're bad at others. And, and we can sort, we can absolutely work towards being better at those things. But it's like, maybe it's, maybe there's something to be said about the whole thing of like, okay, maybe women are more caring and maybe they are more nurturing and maybe they have a better capacity to do these certain things that guys couldn't. I don't know. I just think that we shouldn't be so quick to throw that shit into the, into the trash can. Um, anyway, you guys get that stuff. I think, uh, another unpopular opinion of mine is that I think abstinence is stupid or at least the, the strict practice of it. I believe in educating and and telling people to go out there and be smart when they experience stuff sexually. Um, I think that when you preach the whole abstinence thing, it really does set crazy unrealistic expectations. And there's almost never um, an agreement between the two people, especially if one is a virgin and the other person isn't. Nowadays, I, I know people that are like, dude, I do that. That chick or that guy's a virgin. I want no part of that. I want no part of that at all they're going to fall in love or they're going to do this. They're going to do that. No part of it. Like there's something I was reading on NPR. I actually saved it here. It says this, it's just not uh, unrealistic, but it leaves our young people without information and skills that they need. Said Laura Lindbergh, uh, a co-author of the report and a research scientist uh, at the whatever Institute reproductive health research group that supports abortion rights. We fail young people when we don't provide them with, uh, complete and medically accurate information. The analysis confirms previous public health findings that abstinence-only education programs don't succeed in reducing rates of teen pregnancies or STDs. Moreover, public health data indicate that such programs have little demonstra demonstrated efficacy in helping adolescents to delay intercourse, the author writes. When American teens do begin having sex, they may fail to use condoms or other forms of contraception, unlike their peers in other countries who have routine access to contraceptive education, counseling, uh, and other stuff like that, the report uh, suggests. Now, there's also one of the things that they don't also recognize in there is that there are some countries that, that, that don't have it right, where they're not just handing out condoms and all that other kind of stuff. Some groups don't have the infrastructure to properly just work through things. And I think that there are some countries like Nigeria where a huge percentage of that population is under 30. Hey, I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't, I don't really like most people under 30 aren't very smart. Let's be real. American, what other country? I don't care what country you're from there. I don't, I just don't think, I think we're just too young. There's still a lot of stuff that we're developing upstairs. And you know, if you, if you're doing shit like that at such a young age, man, I don't know. There, some people can make it work or whatever, but I think the majority probably don't. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I think another um, unpopular opinion of mine is that I think that we have 
way too much belief in just the concept of freedom. That's something that we are constantly bragging and touting. Oh, we're a free country. We're a free this dude. We're not as free as you think. I think if people were truly free, we'd be killing each other. We'd be doing whatever stuff that we want. I think we have pretty decent laws and stuff like that in place to keep us somewhat in check or at least comfortable enough to feel like we're free. Yeah, you can do your comforts for the most part as openly and freely as possible. Don't come at me with some mass shit. I ain't trying to hear it. But we're not that. I mean, like, we're not that free. Let's be real. And it's okay to be that way, in my opinion. I think that we constantly it's there has to be uh an exchange and i think that for certain comforts at least in america for certain things that we have we have to give up certain types of freedoms you know we're getting close to the uh anniversary of the passing of the patriot act and you know for some reason a lot of people don't understand that but they gave up a lot of their freedoms for privacy and stuff to be to be able to feel safe and i think that, that happens quite often for me, it's like, okay, yeah, if you if you want to stop some terrorists from doing some shit, like, okay, you can listen to whatever conversations or, or anything like that. Um, now, if you are a big fan of, like, Edward Snowden and all the other kind of stuff, you definitely will see that some people do take that, you know, way out of hand. They take it overboard, and uh, bad stuff can happen, but no, we're, we're not free. At least I don't think we are, so I think we should kind of shut up about that stuff. Um, here's a funny one of mine. I think, uh, buying super stylish clothes for babies is stupid. Like they grow so quick. Like I just don't understand. Maybe it's cause I don't have one of my own or something like that. But I like to think that the last thing I'm going to do is like doll it up, put a big fucking insane, like bow that looks like a, a huge communication satellite or some shit like that on their forehead. And then have all that only to for them to be like too big for it in just a couple of weeks. I don't know. Some babies look cute. I, I, I would be fine with them wearing whatever, but that just doesn't make sense to me. I see some people like buying them J's and all this other stuff. And it's, it's weird. It's weird. Unpopular opinion, right? This is my episode. So fuck off. Um, I saw, uh, some, I saw a page that actually had a huge list of a bunch of like different unpopular ones. I actually went to a couple of different pages and I want to read some of those to you guys. So uh, it says, uh, let's see. One of them says people who have not yet had to live in the real world, working a real job and paying for their paying for their way. Shouldn't be dictating to others on how they should live their life. Uh, Yeah. For the most part, I can agree with that. And, you know, you do see a lot of like Instagram uh, celebrities and other types of people who are in certain roles and you know that they have a super comfortable life and they can sit there from their perch that's you know their comfortable perch and be like guys just do this in your life knowing it's not that hard knowing that a lot of society lives in survival mode and we just don't have it that easy to just be like live laugh love it's gonna be okay that stuff just doesn't work for everyone uh so that makes sense i can i could i i can drive with that a little bit um Another one, they say, uh, my unpopular opinion is that atheism is a fundamentally impossible position for a human consciousness to hold. Hmm. That's interesting. I wonder where they're coming from. If I could guess, I think that maybe every single person, for the most part, I'd say like 99% of humans, questions their mortality. 
they question what's going to happen when they die. And I think that that, that thought kind of creeps in. It's like, have I done all these things? What's going to happen to me? And I think we're, I mean, we're all just scared of the inevitable. And that's, in my opinion, the only truth in life is that at some point we are going to die unless some crazy science comes through or whatever. If any of you guys have been watching altered carbon, it's kind of badass, and you can, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, people can live for a really long time. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'd be interested to know exactly where they're coming from, from that, but it does kind of make sense. Um, one, uh, one other unpopular opinion, they said we support popularity more than we do talent. I can totally agree with that. I think that there's a lot of people out there that are big names just because they're big names and not really because they did anything good. If you're, if you're wondering if I have a personal vendetta against the Kardashian family, the answer is yes. I don't understand the reason for them. Same thing for the whole basketball wives and all the other stuff. It just, I don't feel like it doesn't take talent to do what they do. You just kind of have to have a pulse and maybe some money or be on a sex tape with Ray J or whatever, but I just don't see anything of them. Now I'd be foolish to, um, to disregard the fact that while some of them have grown, you know, cause a lot of society essentially watched that family grown specifically the Kardashians. Some of them are doing some decent things or whatever. They may have funds or they may have all these other things and they're growing businesses and they're doing something right. But in my head, I just, I just don't fully understand it. Um, here's another opinion. This might rub some people the wrong way, but it says single mothers are toxic to the, to the development of young men. Um, I, oof, I don't know. Um, I think that there are some men out there who have suffered by not having a, a, a father or a father figure in their life. And that's not their fault. It really isn't. And honestly, I, I can't even blame the mom or anything like that. Um, entirely, but yeah, I mean that, that I can see where people would think something like that. And again, guys, I'm going to be completely objective on all this stuff. If you feel that after listening to this stuff, like I need to be canceled, turn the shit off and you can unfriend or unfollow or do whatever you want. I don't care, dude. I'm, I'm just talking about the fact that people have unpopular opinions. Someone clearly thinks that. So don't be, don't act surprised to think that there are people in the world that think a certain way. Um, anyway, I would like to know that person's explanation and where they're coming from. There was one, uh, book that I, or an audio book that I listened to. I think it was called, uh, the untamed alpha. I think that's what it is. Um, just one of those things about like male development. And I like to read and listen to certain books like that. And I, I throw some certain things out and I'll take some pieces of information, but he did, uh, the author even mentioned something about that. So clearly that's a resonating thought with a lot of people. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, another one says, um, I feel like every religion has the same God, but they don't know how to pronounce its name. That makes sense. That totally makes sense. I think we we talked about that in our in our faith and religion episodes. Uh, one of them, where I think one of us has said that we're all kind of looking at the same being. We're all questioning what's going to happen to us when we die. We're all wondering some of the things that are happening in the world, why they happen, and of course, for a lot of us, it does lead to some higher being that's 
beyond our human understanding and what we call that is definitely going to differ and i think that the idea and the perception of god changes as we as we discover more as we learn more about ourselves as we learn more about the world the universe this that and the other excuse me it does start to change so um that's also you know a cause for a lot of conflicts is because we don't know you know we think that our our definition or whatever you want to call of god differs from another and it's like hey man you're wrong we don't need you around here or something like that which can explain a lot of things that's happened in society and history all that kind of stuff um another opinion from uh from the site is that they said money does buy happiness and i'm tired of people saying that it doesn't (sighs) Mm, i think you can put a you can put a down payment on happiness as jp said um i think there are certain things that you can that you can buy that do make you happy and one of my buddies he has this concept of you know he he likes to mod his car and he has a you know a fast vehicle and all that kind of stuff and i'm like dude you're dumping all this cash on this he's like smiles per gallon <laughs> it really made sense to me man if that shit makes you happy if it makes you smile it's going to cost money. So do it. So maybe money does buy you happiness. I think happiness is relative, uh, sustaining or sustained and long lasting happiness. It's probably a lot easier to get there when you don't have to worry about your next meal or you don't have to worry about any sort of bills that are coming up. So yeah, there, I'd say there's some validity to that. Um, and then another one here, and this is probably the last one. There's, there's tons of different ones. So it says it's ru- it's not rude to ask a girl her age. I think honestly, I agree. I really do. I, I I think that I don't know why I was always scared to. I was always told like, don't ask a woman her age. Like it's twenty twenty one now. Let's kind of kick that stuff. There are certain things that can just go away. Don't be scared to ask someone their age. I've I've never like what is it going to dictate how I'm going to talk to you or something. I mean, unless you're like twelve or something like that, or I'll ask how old you are and then. I'm not going to talk to you about certain things because you're, you're, you might be too young, but I don't know. I think that I I welcome someone who is, who is older, you know, they typically have experienced more and I can just talk about other stuff. I tend to just connect more with people that are, that are older than me. The majority of my friends are all older than me. And so that's just something, but I, I don't really have a massive problem if you're like considerably young. I mean, and if I don't, if I do have a problem, I'm not going to talk to you like easy peasy. It's fine. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, I want to take a little bit of time. Honestly, I didn't think that I would be able to talk for 20 something minutes, but uh, yeah, it's just a couple of thoughts that were running through my head. So I hope everyone's doing well tonight or today, whenever you're listening, have a good day. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And I am out.